this uh, marathon of reviews with the lobster. With some whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Some Although lobster. our audio engineer yeah. just said to us, we were talking to him, yeah. Landon, shout out Landon. Well, what up, Landon? Um, yes. He's like, he's like, I only have one question for you guys. <laughs> like, are you ever sober? Well, wait. He asked you. He no, said, me. Jake. Yeah, Jake. He didn't say anything about you. I think it's like, it's like only when... Uh, only when I'm not recording, I guess. <laughs> so once again, Landon, here's Jake drinking a nice little glass you hear of the, whiskey. The ice the clang <laughs> cooling off my Jameson. So we saw the lobster, which uh, is it stars Colin Farrell, uh, Rachel Vice. It uh, is written by a Greek writer director named Yorgo Lanthimos, and uh, his earlier films include Dogtooth and Alps, and. It was a big festival winner, including Cannes. It won a jury prize. It won the Queer Palm for him as director. It uh, it racked up over a couple dozen different uh, film festival and critic reviews, and it got very high marks on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. And um, it is one of the weirdest films I've ever seen, but I have to say Enjoyable. It, it's fantastic. And John C. Riley. John C. Riley. There's a big cast in this. Leah Seydoux, who was the uh, the French bad guy Bond girl in um, not Bond girl, but she was in the Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. But she is. She's, she's a Bond, a Bond girl. girl. She was in the last. She plays one, the Spectre. evil French girl, pretty much. Like that's her character. Yeah, that's her character, and she's really good at it in this. And she does it again, and she's awesome again. This is that character. And then there's a couple veteran. Uh, British actresses, Olivia Coleman, who played the hotel manager. Yeah. She's been around forever. She was in Hot Fuzz. She's also in uh, this director's new film playing Queen Anne. Um, it's a film called The Favorite. And then Ashley Jensen, who played the Biscuit Woman, is also a veteran yeah. actress. She's on Catastrophe right now that streams oh, that's on cool. Amazon. But she's also been in like literally everything. She was on The British Office. Oh, really? She was in Extras. And she's with, funny, yeah, man. Yeah, she's so funny. Oh, yeah, funny. Extras. She is yeah. in Extras. She's, yeah, she's in a, a lot of stuff there's and then um homeboy ben wishaw yeah. who play is the new q in james bond yeah he's like he's the in hip it. q yeah he's kind of like the guy well we should tell you what it's about it's like a dystopian future yeah where you it is against the law to be single you have to go if you your partner dies or you get divorced or if you're single you go to this hotel where it's like you, a matchmaker hotel. Right. But you have 45 days to find a mate or you'll be turned into an animal. An animal of your choosing. Yeah. And you can choose any animal. <laughs> and they have a transformation room <laughs> yes. in the hotel, which, by the way, isn't like, remember that stupid movie, The Island with Ewan McGregor, yes. where everything is like sterile and white and futuristic. Like this hotel is like a cottage hotel right. by the sea. And the woods. In the woods. And I was saying again that like, it's not like, um, there's no military presence. Mm. Like there's no outposts with machine guns and heavily armed, you know, soldier security guards. Right. It's just like this little hotel and everyone just sort of goes along with it there's no sort of like like <laughs> f- pushback or you know there is this sort of fringe group that doesn't want to reform yeah and they're called the loners right and they're in the woods and they're in the when they live in the woods and they yeah. just wear these ponchos and and a part of living in the hotel is that you have to go and hunt the loners <laughs> With so tranquilizer weird. guns. And they literally, like, when you get in as a part of your sort of, like, accessories of your hotel room, they have 20 tranquilizer darts and a tranquilizer rifle right. that you have to use to hunt the loners. And every time you shoot a loader, they add a day onto your 
mating cycle right. or whatever. So you can like essentially stay longer if you're hunting and you're running out of days, you can't find a mate. Yeah. And that's one way to extend your stay is to hunt loners. And it's so bizarre because when he arrives, and I have to say this is one of the most daring performances of Colin Farrell's career. And I've always liked him, especially when I saw in Bruges, I thought this dude is way yeah, that was a better big than just game changer. a hot Irish actor. Yeah, you know? hot mainstream he, actor. He is so good in this. It is an incre- He gains a a lot of weight for it he's like yeah, he's, he's got this gut. really committed to and this he's got, part he's got this crummy mustache yes and the glasses he looks like a 70s guy almost or early 80s and it's a, weird but like a loser from the but, 70s yeah. Like, yeah. like not like just a fucking guy you wouldn't look twice at you know and he shows up at the hotel with a dog who's his brother who didn't make it he didn't make it and yeah. he's so he's got his brother and he they they show you the whole it's literally almost like going into some weird prison because you have to take all your clothes off and they put them all men and women in their underwear, underwear yeah. in a room together just sitting, sitting and then they're there. given all the same clothes to wear yep. they're given i mean and then the first day there your your one arm is handcuffed behind your back. back yeah and the other one and your belt is locked yeah and you have to learn because they keep teaching you what it means to be alone. How important it is to have a mate? Yeah, yeah. How and, difficult and life very is weird one. rituals with that. Like they have this weird, or not almost, even like rituals, like seminars. They hold these seminars yeah. where fuck they do these demonstrations of in the like, ballroom. In though. the ballroom of like you know, but it's like a hotel ballroom, like a crummy hotel ballroom. It looks like dirty dancing. That scene where they do the like the the shows. It's kind of it's got like a weird almost 60s feel to it with the ballroom and the dresses and the everything. Oh, but that's where they're doing like the party where they do the oh. little demonstrations is in like one of those little sort of like rental ballrooms that yeah, you have yeah. a stupid office party for. Right. And there's all these chairs and at first they go around introducing themselves and their like distinctive trait. Yep. Because everyone has to find a mate based on whatever distinctive trait they each have. Yeah. Like the one guy has a limp so he kind of has to find someone with a limp. But you like, don't realize that they have have to actually that the way everyone in this world lives is that you're mate you literally seek out a person with the exact same trait as you like you don't really i, I didn't get hit to me know till someone the end, yeah till that oh my god that lay literally no one will get together unless they find the other person with that exact same tree. Right, right. And it's ridiculous, like short sighted or nice smile. Or John C. <laughs> Riley has like a heavy lift. And so he, he has to find a mate with a lift or he won't be able to settle down or like move on to the couples part of the hotel. Right. But the, anyway, the demonstrations are so funny because it'll be like man eating alone and the guy's just eating and he's just doo to do. He's sitting there and then he starts choking and he's choking and he's choking and he just dies yeah and then they reset and they're like okay man eating with woman and it's the same thing and he starts choking and he's choking and then she comes over and gives him the heimlich and he survives and they're like see this is why it's so important to have yeah. a mate it's ridiculous it, it's, it's so funny so bizarre it has like a twisted Almost sort of Kubrick, but also I said like, like it felt horror. like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, because it was bit. like disturbing, but it was humor like beside itself, yeah, like, outside of itself, or uh, you know, in spite of itself. It was really f- funny. 
you know, and at first you're watching it like, how is this going to be a comedy? And they sort of just put the comedy in without there being punchlines or fucking setups and stuff. And you're like, oh, that's why this is a comedy. Right. Because it's really dark and it's... It is and it's, dark. And it's really dry. Like, no one really expresses emotion, even when yeah. they're, you know, there's a sequence that we brought up where she, the one of the, like, French maids comes into Colin Farrell's room <laughs> and he's like, do we have to do it again? It's horrible. And she's like, I know. And then he has to like drop his trousers and she like lifts up her skirt and just starts like grinding on him. <laughs> and, and, and then like just like, but completely deadpan. Yeah. And then he's like, please just a little more. And she's like, no, I'm sorry. This is just going to help you find a mate. Like psychologically, this is really good for you to find a mate. Yeah. And he's like, oh God. Like, he's, he's just, just like, like, that was horrible. And the, that was the horrible. pacing and the timing of it is really genius because it's so odd but it really le- and the, the score was intense the yeah. score really adds to the like bizarre like demented yeah it's like this demented universe that he creates and it's really quite brilliant like it really plays with your emotions yeah and, and you know anybody that will, could be offended like there's parts where you you will be offended the, if you get offended by especially movies. american moviegoers uh, I think it got 90-something, 90 93, or maybe 98. I can't remember. on Rotten Which I think tomatoes. it deserves. And, and, but it got like 73 from viewers. User, yeah. viewers. And there's a they do kill an animal in a way that's pretty brutal. Pretty that dark. Most Americans won't be able to take. People don't like that shit. And it's a dog, too. It's not like a deer, you know, or, yeah. or an elk or a, a fucking warthog. It's a dog. It's his, you know, without spoiling... There's a yeah, dog that did. killed. Yeah. <laughs> well, a dog is killed and they don't hold back. But at the same time, it does make sense for the story. And I, I feel like if you're the kind of person that leaves a movie not liking the entire movie because one moment offended you or like crossed that line, then you're not really watching the movie. Or this movie's movie. not for you. It's not, not for you. It's not your kind of thing. Yeah. But that also means that you're kind of a simple headed fool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cause tell them how you really feel. Well, just not like to not like a movie because one part of it offended you. It's right. stupid. Yeah. I mean, the movie is, it's beautifully shot. It's kind of the the colors are very dull and muted. Yeah. It's uh I and the cast is phenomenal. John C. Riley made me laugh so hard from Out the loud. moment he came on screen. I could not stop laughing. Continually. And just the absurdity and the funniest thing about that I found was that no one ever spoke out against the conditions. They were never like, this is wrong. This right. is anti-human or this is not how we're meant to live. Like the most they get is like, oh, I'm not going to find a mate. What am I going to do? Yeah. But there's never that moment of like the grand sort of um, new per- perception where it's like, we got to change this and like shut it down. Hunger game style. Well, like Because even the folks that are loners, they're not really revolutionaries. And they're I not mean, really good people. No. They, they have their like, own fucked up rules. Right. And shit. Yeah. They go, he goes from, he, cause he ends up with them and yeah, he, cause he runs he, away from the hotel. He finds a mate who is this heartless woman and it's part of it. It's a whole bunch of the film is narrated by Rachel Weiss who is later becomes well. the character yeah and she it's a really she's got such a cool voice and so her narration really adds to it too and the way it's just sort of like 
he he meets a woman who he later finds out is heartless and she is she that's her trait she's heartless she's a psychopath like yeah. essentially like a real psychopath yeah and like it, the funniest part about that character is when they're counting up their bodies from the tranquilizer hunt mm-hmm. she they're like okay so and so you got two bodies so two extra days on your stay it's like yeah. and then it goes to the french lady and they're like okay four bodies that means you're at 165 yeah. days <laughs> like so she's literally like botting herself an extra almost like you know half a year of time yeah. just from hunting like you only get 45 days right and she's then bought herself an extra 125 so days she's just there forever yeah, yeah. So she has no desire to really be to make because she's fucking crazy and just psycho literally right not like running down the hall with the chainsaw psycho like real diagnosable psycho yeah and he sort of ends up deciding okay i mean you see that they sort of like one guy pretends he has nosebleeds so he can be with the girl who has nosebleeds and yeah, he doesn't because really. he's running out of time yeah and, and they do this he's so converse character decide i'll be with her but then it later he ends up leaving the hotel and he ends up with the loners which is where he re- meets and falls in love with rachel vice yeah. but in the loners who are run by Leia Seduce's character. The evil French woman, yeah. Right. She, I mean, they literally trade one bad situation for the other because if you, if two people are together, they're not she allowed. cuts their lips. Well, if two people kiss, it's called the red kiss. And like, they show this guy and he has gauze over his mouth and like this bloody, where his lips would be is like this bloody patch on the yeah. gauze. And it's like, yeah, they were flirting. And it's like, what? <laughs> what? So it's like, they're, they're not like progressive or like, this is where you can live a free life. It's like, they have rules and there's no flirting there's no touching there's yeah. no kissing like we are the loners you can be with us but we're the loners and, and you have to dig a grave. yeah and they all have disc mans and they are only allowed to listen to electronic music <laughs> which is funny because in electronic music you dance by yourself it's so funny and they all have to dig their own graves which is oh, also right. fucking weird yeah and she keeps asking if they've done it and she's a psychopath too she is she's a complete psychopath and they go into the city like, and you yeah. see where the police literally come up to you if you're alone and say let me see your certificate yeah, your married, mate, sir. your husband yeah. and it, it's a very it's a such a bizarre vision but it's interesting and intriguing and I, it's extremely provocative i found myself thinking about it all night and i kept thinking because i we're not going to tell you what happens no but yeah it, like it it really at the end you're sort of like oh my god yeah what if this or what if they did this instead or why couldn't they do this or this and you just can't stop sort of thinking about it well because they kind of leave you hanging in a sense and uh which i found okay just because the way the movie was shot and the way that you know everything leads up to that moment you're not like but what happened yeah like come on like i never felt that way at the end when i left this movie i was satisfied with it because the pace of the movie is so fucking strange anyway that yeah to have some nice little bow on it would be very weird true but what was that movie we watched and we're like that's what this movie should have been uh high rise high rise it, we it, high rise uh was also sort of a weird you know dystopic commentary yeah. of and, society yeah and um it didn't quite deliver the same way this this really delivers yeah and it's funny it's very funny and kind of sad and touching and sweet and all kinds of things and disturbing yeah it's fun it's kind of like my favorite mix of uh, you know, themes and genres right. in a movie. And I wasn't even sure how I was going to get along because the pacing didn't feel good at first. Yeah. Because it's slow, but then you forget and you sort of get sucked into it. And you're like, this is, I get why the pacing is this way. And it's all, I like when directors have such a vision and writers that like, they're like, 
just lay back. I, trust me on this. And right. you're like, okay. And then you do. And you're like, oh, that's why you did that. And that's why you did this. And that's why you shot it this way. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought it was awesome. And I, I, it's one of those movies you could watch again. I would, at least. I could see it again. I would, too. I mean, it's definitely a movie that you go on sort of an exhausting journey with. It's like, you know those films that you say you could watch again, but you sort of don't want to because it's work to watch it. But then when you do, you're like, God, that was a great film. And right. you're always reminded how great the film is. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, I would see it again, but thinking about it is like, well, it's going to be intense to watch this again. Yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of watch it at least a second time just because there's, I feel like with the dialogue and the delivery, there's yeah. a lot of little shit you miss that I bet if you went back and watch it, you'd laugh at a lot right. more stuff because <laughs> you know what's coming. John C. Riley's so Shout funny. out to him. Shout out, he's like one of the best ones of all. He really is. I and then, and Colin Farrell's performance. I got to give it to him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it's cool that he picked a role like this. It's very not He mainstream. does that, though. Yeah. I mean, he picks some interesting roles, and he does some mainstream stuff. But he, last, like, half Good of his career, him. he's been picking really interesting roles. Yeah, he's not the, like, fucking Hollywood heartthrob of the early 2000s. Yeah. Which is cool. Good for him. So I'd give it a nine. Yeah, i give it a nine. Totally a nine. It's yeah. well nine-worthy. Absolutely. Nine, nine, nine. So that is The Lobster. 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 Go see it. Go see the lobster. <laughs>